0: back to walk on weekly here are your hosts sam Hoyberg and jeff grace the third on 93.7 the ticket
1: and the all right welcome back in to ticket weeknights again this is walk on weekly we got the host as always jeff grace the third sam Hoyberg, and guest Frank mast all from nebraska basketball in here tonight We got two more segments, this one being the first of the two. Uh, Again, 402-464-5685 if you want to comment on the starter Heyman text line. Also, you can comment on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo channel 951. So I asked you guys before the break, and uh, I'm just curious how you balance this as a player. I think it's a lot easier at the college level uh, because you're obviously talking to your coaches and you kind of know what's expected of you when you get there. But the NBA is obviously a lot different. Because now you're getting drafted, you don't necessarily have total control on where you end up, but part of it stays the same. How do you continue to be a team player, uh, you know, with not necessarily taking away from your game? You know, not if your role is to be a three and D guy, don't pull a Ben Simmons and just don't want to look to attack when you're right underneath the rim. You know, that might be a mean example, but like that's kind of what we saw with Ben Simmons, even though that wasn't a role problem, that was maybe a scared problem. But situations like that where they're just passing up shots that even that's not your typical role, you shouldn't pass that up. So how do you go about that balance of being a team player, uh, but also trying to elevate your game as much as possible?
2: I feel like I could speak on that because last last season I was kind of playing in a role that was more three and D, but I wasn't mm-hmm. looking to score much. And I would I would do it when I was open and uh, did it pretty effectively. I think I was fifty five percent from the field last year, but I was a scorer in high school. Like I I've always been a scorer. Jeff's played me since eighth grade, and that was always kind of one of the leading scorers on my team. But, yeah, I mean, you just have to kind of fill what your team needs from you. And if it's going to be play more defense and make hustle plays, and you, they, if you have a guy like Casey Tomey on your team and you get him a better shot than the one that you have, then that's what you're going to do. So you kind of have to just – it's a big like thing. you got to let go of your ego and uh, just play within your role. And then the better you get, the more you can kind of shape it yourself. But that's one thing in NBA, I feel like there's obviously so many guys that are so skilled in college, and they have to play different roles. And even look at a guy like Patrick Beverly. He's just not an offensive really threat much in the NBA. Like, he averaged 40 points in high school.
1: That's a good point. Yeah,
2: like, there's a ton of guys like that that maybe – they have that ability in them, but there's just better options on the team. Like if he's playing with a guy like LeBron James, you're going to let him take way more shots than Patrick. Beverly.
3: Yeah. Um, the biggest thing I would say is just adjusting. I mean, the college level is a little different because like you're not playing AU like all one-on-one ball. You're actually like have like a structure behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the biggest thing I would say is just adjusting to your role and like figuring out what your role is. And at the end of the day, like, go within your role and like don't completely lose your game but like try to implement your game in ways you can do that serves a purpose
1: with your role i like Sam Hoiberg's cramping <laughs> if you go on the video stream that <laughs> oh, was a nasty boy. one I saw him kick back from the desk I just and immediately watch. start wincing did you guys have workouts Sorry right before Jeff. he came
2: over here uh, no
1: so it's just uh, not had, hydrated had
2: practice this morning worked out in the afternoon Yeah, lacking on the water
1: oh man that is a tough one. He sorry, is going sorry, through it right going, now. Going, no, I'm good. I'm just stretching it out. No, I'm just good, glad. Man. I'm just glad it was a you, cramp. You, the you look yourself. on your face, I thought like you, you broke you something. You need to lay on the floor. <laughs> and have, Turn that, that one into you you a YouTube short. <laughs> <laughs> just take
2: care over here. Oh, <laughs> oh my, my gosh. gosh! But
3: like I said, biggest thing is just adjusting <laughs> and like figuring out your role and uh, kind of just being happy because at the end of the day, like like we have a thing that's like us, never them. Mm -hmm. and like that plays such a valuable thing like right now as we're together but also in life as well because like without other people you probably wouldn't get to where you are today so I mean like for me it's just like figuring out your role and then constantly continue to do what you do but at the end of the day like going within
0: the structure that you're placed in
1: yeah, ringmaster got anything to add to that?
0: Well, like if like if you do it the right way, you should always try and find a team where you're like start at the bottom. You're going to not play that much cuz that's how you how you're going to improve. So I think if like you do it the right way, everybody's been there. I've I've been there where I come off the bench, like only play the trash minutes. And like you got to you got to build up the confidence from your coach. Like if you were in the game and you showed it like you're reliable especially on defense and then on offense just don't don't turn the ball over and then over time you should be able to get more minutes um but there's definitely a, a point where you gotta you gotta be um like at first you gotta play for the team at some point you're also gonna be like okay i've got this trust now let me go do my own thing a little bit too and see if i can help the team in that way and then if the coach sees you do that he's like okay he can do this too Let him, like, I'll I'll allow him to do it more. And then over time, that's how you get back to your, like, scoring and Mm -hmm. whatever. Like, it's it's a slow process, and it has to come not only from the coach, but also from you. Like, you got to show the coach that you can do it.
1: Yeah, that's a good point because if you knock down, if you just nail the role that's given, you're just going to get more opportunities out there and then those other opportunities for you to actually show more of your game uh, will just open up naturally. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the NBA, you know, we kind of talked about it's always tougher. Has there been any NBA players that you guys thought that took a lesser role or maybe it's a situation where uh, maybe, you know, he had to take a lesser role because it makes sense, but you just wish, man, if he was in another city, another team would have been such a better situation.
0: Well, one very good example that comes to mind for me like right away is how Jalen Brunson is playing right now yep. at New York. Mm-hmm. Cause he is, his role at Dallas was way different. Cause he was the second well, second yeah, point, second point behind guard Luka. behind Luca. And his role was a very, very different than now in New York he's like one of the main guys. And you now you see that he can score the ball at an extremely high level.
1: Yeah, he's he's looks uh And like you said, it's not even like he went over there and he's doing the same. Like he's he looks way better. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I think if he was with Luca, that still would have been a way better matchup than Kyrie. I think the Mavericks kicked themselves for that. Still, yes. Uh, you know, what do you guys thoughts on Jalen Brunson center on him? Because I still think that is one of the worst deals the Mavericks could have done.
2: I don't. I'm so confused by the fact they did that after they made the conference finals too. Right. And they looked so good, like both really young players with such bright futures. Who did they even give up?
1: I'd have to or look. It, it, it wasn't that? It wasn't great. I'd have to... Was it just
2: because they couldn't uh, give him the money? Is that what it was?
1: Yeah, it was about the money. They didn't want to pay him, basically. Uh, and they knew the Knicks. It, it, it was basically just a money deal. And, and
2: you see how far that set him yeah. too, which is just crazy. And he would have continued to get better because that was really his breakout time was in the playoffs. I feel like you didn't hear much about him all season. And then he was really good in the playoffs. And the next season, he's averaging... 20-plus points.
1: Yeah, and uh, the Knicks, too. I mean, I think he's got connections over in New York, too. And it just made it such a perfect fit. So if you're the Mavericks and, like, you're not even showing, like, you're that hungry to make the deal work, yeah, it, it's, like, no question. He just takes off. His dad's there, right? Yep. That's the, that's the connection up there in New York. And, yeah, uh, and then you got Josh Hart on the team, too.
3: Yeah, now Dante DiVincenzo. Yeah,
1: I yeah, got Dante right. DiVincenzo as well. Uh, I don't know if I asked you guys this. Christian Wood on the Lakers.
3: You said Christian Wood?
1: Yep. How, how how does that how does that make you feel about the Lakers? Does that really change their trajectory? And where does Anthony Davis play? The five or the four? Because you also got Rui Hachimura back as well. So now you got Christian Wood and Rui. And you can both kind of play that four, and they're pretty good three-point shooters. Uh, but AD does not like playing the five.
2: Yeah, I think I think you can play Wood at the five, AD at the four. Um, I haven't watched Christian Wood a lot just because the teams he've been on have not been.
1: You'd have to have a league pass right. to watch the Rockets.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> With how positionless uh the nba is right now i think they can work that out because ad like you want to have a five that can play defense on a five but ad just is that rim protector that you need at that position even though it's positionless yeah good and point. on offense you just want people that are skilled at this point like you just want people that can do almost everything so they'll be fine i think they'll be fine playing next to each other as long as ad is healthy
2: yeah. yeah, that's always, always, uh, that's, that's, always that's,
1: that's uh, the big one with always me. the question averages one knee or shoulder grab a game. I always say uh, Jeff Grace third. Do you think what is your kind of expectation for the Lakers? Just because I, I I, again, I always kind of go back to like last season. I really do think the Lakers were probably the second best team in the Western Conference. So I think they got better with this addition as well. Uh, if it's enough to beat the Nuggets, probably not. I'm, I'm not I'm nowhere near that unless, you know, every time you count out LeBron, that's kind of when it happens. But, you know, what are your thoughts on the Lakers, especially in that Western Conference?
3: I think going forward, I think it's a good move, and from what they've done so far with like their trades and everything, I feel like they're moving in the right direction because mm-hmm. they also got uh, Gabe Vincent from uh, Miami Heat and Cam Reddish, who's also a score. Yeah, I like so, they're getting uh, Gabe
1: Vincent a lot. Yeah,
3: so I feel like it's going to help them a lot, especially when you play defense that's actually good, and like you'll spread, you'll space them out a lot more, and like allow other guys to like kind of have their shine. Mm -hmm. And like LeBron, especially like Sam's talked about it a good amount of times um, with him being so old, like in his age, like going up, he has such a level of big high Q that like it's hard to play against him because he's always one step ahead. And no matter what, he's always going to make the right play. So I feel like right now they're in a good spot, especially being in the West where it's very hard Mm -hmm. to win a game. So I feel like that's going to help them a lot down the road
1: let's switch over to the east with the milwaukee bucks Giannis, uh he's got two brothers on the team but it does not seem like it's going to be enough to keep him around what is that time window for the bucks like how long do you guys think the bucks have to get Giannis to stay is it do they have to win it all this year or is that even enough i think they have to get close um I'm so open about just it's so yeah.
2: weird I'm I'm still upset about that firing of Budenholzer.
1: I think that's to me that's one of the things that Most really they have tipped all, it
2: they towards have that direction.
0: been in contention pretty much every year so like that's what you want. Yeah. And then you just like got to show
1: out in the playoffs.
2: They, they snapped so quick on him even though Giannis didn't play a couple of those playoff games. Yeah. And they and when he
1: came back I think he was he was still hurt. You can't yeah, tell me not, you can't tell still, me he was 100% yeah. healthy. No.
2: And then the Heat proceeded to make the finals, and it's not, it's not like they just lost to the bad eight seed, uh, Miami Heat.
1: Yeah, because they fired him right after. They, they fired him like right two days after, after the didn't loss. Didn't yeah. and
2: even like, give him a chance to see, like maybe this Heat team was actually for real. Turns out they were—they 100% <laughs> were—and you just lost a coach that won you a championship.
3: He was going through like a loss.
1: I heard like, if, yeah. I, like I can't remember know, who, his, but there was a in Yeah, a car accident, and yeah, yeah it lost like, a loved one, in the family. I, I thought just, it was just like unprofessional, yeah, not unprofessional. not smart either.
3: And also, if you're gonna do that, pick a bit different time. Like I feel like exactly going pick a better time after everything that happened.
1: Yeah, like again, I think that's kind of where it tipped Giannis in the other direction. And now I I honestly feel like, and I could be wrong. Maybe his brothers are good, but I just feel like his brothers just kind of based on every other team's interest. It's like obviously they look at these guys. I don't know how good they are and if there's probably other better players that could take that spot so it just feels like milwaukee's doing everything they can to try to pull him back but i honestly think like even if they won it all like i don't know if Giannis would want to come back
2: i also think a lot of other teams would make room for his brothers to get Giannis to get Giannis. yeah that's true Is nba role play if you're gonna have guys that don't play at all and then you don't want those guys to be moping on the end of the bench and you know his brothers are going to be the opposite of that so they're perfect to have on the end of your bench
1: yeah I also just think though it's probably I mean get, to get guys on your bench that are good attitude compared to guys on your bench that you can develop to possibly a good you know starting player but it is smart like if you're trying to just get Giannis that's maybe a way to do it uh, but to me it just feels like Milwaukee Bucks are reaching really hard to try to keep him where do you guys think he would go you know if he if he did decide to leave because he's kind of been open about you know obviously not selling himself totally to stay with Milwaukee Bucks but what's a location that Giannis could appear that if you had to take a guess, that's where you think he's going.
0: I've heard rumors about New York. Mm-hmm. That would be cool.
1: It would be really good, too. When was the last time New York had like a big superstar?
2: They always are Patrick in the talks. Duel. Exactly. They're that's what makes me, that's what kind talks. of
1: makes me feel like maybe because I, I hear that talk about everyone.
2: But
3: They were supposed to have Donovan Mitchell.
1: Yeah, they're supposed to get Mitchell. They're supposed to get KD. They're supposed to get Kyrie. They're supposed to get both of those guys oh, at the same time. Yeah, no, time. they're
0: always in the talk.
1: Yeah, you basically so, you can go name any you never know big superstar free agent at one point in time, and the Knicks were in the conversation, quote unquote. Yeah, none of you guys are Knicks fans, right? Never. Okay, let's I'm go. okay with. I, the I think Knicks. it's a
0: very cool franchise and the brand that they have. It just yeah, super I just disappointing for them. Mm-hmm. that they've been so bad for so long.
2: And they're getting better, but they're just not. They need they're one guy away. I think.
1: I think Brunson being there helps a lot, though. For sure. I think now that you have a guy in Brunson in place, especially with Randall. Because he has some
2: on and some bad so, off. Yeah, he's so inconsistent sometimes.
1: Yeah, he had that awesome season where he, he you know, he almost looks like an MVP candidate for a little bit and then they they doubled down. They're like, "We expect some more of this." And he got that max and yeah, he has been. That is a bad signing for the Knicks. That one kind of set them back again. Which I was a big Randall fan when he's on the Los Angeles Lakers. Um and then I think he did he have a stint with the Pelicans as well for a little bit or was it yeah, just a, I believe so. Yeah, I think did he was he? He might have been, I believe, so. unless he was. I
2: don't think he did.
1: Wonder if he We'll have remember. to look that up. I, right. I, I don't
2: remember. I don't remember
1: them. I'll okay, take
2: a, I'll take a look right
1: now. But I remember he's definitely on the Lakers early on in his career, because uh, that whole era was like Josh Hart. It's crazy how many of those players were so good that end up having starting roles like across the NBA. You know, from Brandon Ingram, not the Ball. That it, even though he's hurt now, Josh Hart, Julius Randall, they had so Brandon Ingram. They had so many great players that they end up having to move on from. Sammy got it, or yeah, he he, just throw the break. He
2: played there one season, averaged twenty-one eight and three.
1: Okay, so yeah, I think he okay. was he drafted by the Pelicans and then traded. No, that the was
2: that was post Lakers, and then he went to the Knicks after Pelicans. So okay, he, he was
1: drafted by the Lakers. I wonder if that was that big trade with Anthony Davis. That's probably been. what it was. But yeah. that being said, though, we do got to go ahead and throw it to break here again. This is the Walk On Weekly. I'm Harrison, running the ones and twos. We got the host, as always, Sam Hoyberg, Jeff Grace the third, and special guest Rink Mass, all in studio here with us. if you guys want to chime in. We'll catch you guys on the other side of the break.